0: you yeah, To remain standing for a moment. Just want to take a moment and uh, pray. Oh Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are a good God. And your throne sits on righteousness and justice. It's the very foundation of your throne. And Lord, you execute righteousness and justice in the earth.
1: In the name of Jesus. The Lord did know. Mm-hmm.
0: For those of you that don't know, um, we're also going to be uh, saying goodbye to the Orlando family. Uh, Pastor Tony and Michelle and the three boys are going to be moving to Texas. So this will be their last uh, Sunday with us. And uh, we're going to have a time of uh, sending them out in style. Amen. So uh, it be a good time. This Sunday be a good opportunity to invite someone and hear Brother Andrew, and uh, you'll be blessed. Amen? Amen. And if you're watching tonight, we just want to say welcome to you. And I'll tell you what, you could have been anywhere else, but you're here. Amen. Amen. And uh, God is good. Amen. And uh, anytime that we get together, we always have an opportunity to increase our finances. Amen. Amen. You mean increase our? Well, how do I do that? Well, you give to God. Amen. Amen. And you can give any time during the service. If you're watching online, you can give on our website. And uh, God will bless every gift and giver in the name of Jesus. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, if you have your Bibles tonight, I'd like for you to turn to the book of Hebrews, chapter 10. And uh, we're going to begin there. And... uh, I'm going to start with verse 35. You know, um, the Bible tells us that there are many things that we could let go of or let slip from our fingers. Um, well, I should say that there are things that it tells us that we shouldn't let slip through our fingers. Alright? Um, for example, you know, we're, we're commanded to hold, hold on to things. Alright? Um, we're supposed to hold the word that is preached to us.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Unless you believed in vain. We're supposed to hold fast to what is good. How mm-hmm. I many you know we don't want to let good slip through our fingers?
1: 2
0: right. <clears throat> Thessalonians 2. You don't have to turn it, it says, you need to hold to the traditions which you were taught, whether by the Word or by the epistle, not not by man, but by God. Amen? Amen. And uh, we're supposed to hold the pattern of sound words. How many know that we need to be sound speakers that speak the truth in love and let no corrupt communication come out of our mouth? Amen. <clears throat> We're we're supposed to hold fast to what we have. Right? And uh, Revelations tells this to the churches. We're supposed to hold fast to his name. I mean, we're supposed to hold on to the name of Jesus. Amen? Amen. And uh, we're supposed to hold fast to what we received and heard. We're supposed to hold on to... uh, what we have, so that uh, no one takes your crown. And we're supposed to hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering. And in Hebrews 10.35, he tells us not to let go of something, and that is our confidence. Hebrews 10.35 says... Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. That means a great promise of reward. For you have need of patience. I better say patience. patience. (laughs) You know, sometimes the devil would love to get us impatient. But when we get impatient, we stop developing the fruit of the Spirit. For you have need of patience that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come, and will not tarry. Now, let me say now. Until he comes, right now, we're supposed to live by faith. That means... We're supposed to allow the Word of God and the Spirit of God to govern our words, thoughts, and actions. And if any man draw back, there's a lot of people that will be tempted to draw back from faith. He said... My soul shall have no pleasure in him. God does not delight in people drawing back. Or stopping their spiritual growth. Or stop pursuing him. Alright? But we are not of them who draw back. Can you say amen? Amen. Unto perdition. But of them that believe to the saving of the soul. So we're supposed to keep our confidence in God. We're supposed to keep our confidence in the Word. What's confidence? It's trust. Confidence is boldness. You're supposed to be bold as a lion. Confidence is perseverance. When someone is confident... They don't quit for anything. They keep pressing in. They keep going forward. They don't stop. They keep fighting. They keep standing. They keep speaking. They keep believing. That's what a confident person does. Confident person doesn't have a quit button. Confidence is a stay-with-it attitude. Confidence is faith. It's a belief in God. Confidence, assurance, certainty, that's all faith talk. Confidence is a conviction that motivates you or moves you. It's something that cannot be easily um, stopped in you. It's a conviction. It's something that resonates with your being. Confidence is reliance and dependence on God. To be confident is to be secure in who you are and who God is. Amen? Amen? Do we have any confident people in here tonight? Now, we're going to have opportunities to cast away our confidence, to stop believing, or to flat out quit, but we've got to stay strong, amen? Amen. So let's go to Hebrews chapter 2. And we're going to see some areas of confidence that we need to do, and I'm going to share a couple of examples with you. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 1. Therefore, you know what you ought to do whenever you see that word in the Bible? You ought to see what it's there for. Right? Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. How many know? Review is good. Repetition is good. It's how we learn. Amen? And there are times where we need to look to the basics, there are times where we need to check out our foundation. You know, the only time that you're going to find a crack in your foundation is when pressure is applied. The only time that a crack will show up is when pressure is applied to the foundation. That's when you'll discover whether or not there's a crack in the foundation. How many know that we ought to give the more earnest heed to faith, to healing, to righteousness, amen? To the laying of hands, to speaking the truth. We ought to give the more earnest heed Why? If you want to keep your confidence, you've got to continually look to the source of your confidence. You've got to continually review. You know, we ought to be asking ourselves all the time, do I believe what the Bible says? Or do I believe something that differs from the Bible? We ought to ask ourselves, is what I believe in the Bible? Amen? Amen? You know, one time a person spoke to a minister, and they were trying to make their point, they were trying to get their point across, and they were making their point, and they said, you know, just like the song said. Well, the song may have sung it, but that doesn't mean it's scripture. That doesn't mean it's Bible. You're basing what you believe on a song? that's going to crumble. But see, a confident person, the the complete English version says, we must give our full attention to what we were told so we won't drift away. One time when I was seven years old, we were staying at a resort area, I think it was in the state of Wisconsin. And it was kind of like a lodge type thing. And... The managers of this place were twin boys. They had blonde hair and glasses. They they were identical twins. And one night, someone who used the boat, the rowboat, didn't tie it up. And because it wasn't tied up, guess what happened? It started to drift away. And someone had to get another boat to go get this boat and bring it in because it's so easy in today's world to drift away.
1: Yes.
0: There's going to be opportunities to cast in your confi- to cast away your confidence, and if you do that, you're going to drift, and you won't have any direction. You won't have any purpose. You're just going to be drifting, and whatever comes your way, that's what's going to affect you. That's what's going to determine where you go. Mm-hmm. But give the more in earnest. I don't know why I have trouble with that earnest.
1: alright let's go to Hebrews chapter
0: 3 Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 6 Hebrews 3 6 but Christ as a son over his own house whose house are we if everybody say if If we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm to the end. Did you know that you are supposed to keep your confidence in God from beginning to end? And not turn it in for anything else along the way. You've got to keep it firm to the end. You've got to strengthen your confidence. You've got to become more confident. I won't get into it tonight, but we're going to see the difference between arrogance and confidence. Arrogance focuses on self. Confidence focuses on God. But I won't get into that tonight. You have to come next week. (laughs) Always keep them coming for more. (laughs) What happens... If we don't hold our confidence, we'll have a hard heart. That's what verse 8 says. Did you know that there was a bunch of people who were brought out of Egypt, who let their confidence slip, and they were in unbelief and doubt, and they didn't believe what God did? I mean, they saw it, they experienced it, but the next day they were complaining about it. That's what what a person who doesn't keep their confidence. Oh, I have my confidence? What do I do with it? Let it slip. Alright, verse 12. Take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we are made partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end. What kind of a heart is unbelief? What kind of a heart is it? Evil Evil heart. Unbelief is not true. You can tell someone something great and say, I don't believe that. Well, that's probably true. Amen? If you don't believe it, it won't happen to you. How did they get that way? Through the hardening of heart, the deceitfulness of sin. Oh, I, I don't have to keep doing, I don't have to keep living the Christian life. I can take a break from it. It may cost you your life. Did you know that Samson did not know when his strength departed? And he got up to fight the Philistines just like he did before, but this time his strength was gone. He didn't know when his strength left. Although he was playing around with sin. Right? Would you say that Samson left his confidence Slip out of his fingers? He cast away his confidence? Where to get a blind and bald.
1: <laughs>
0: Not that being bald is bad.
1: <laughs> For Samson, his strength was in his head. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs>
0: Hebrews chapter 4, verse 1. Let us therefore fear. That really means be careful, lest a promise being left of us enter into his rest, and then you should seem to come short of it. We don't want to come short of anything that God offers, do we? We want to get all that God offers. We want to experience all that God wants us to have. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. What does it mean to mix it with faith? That means you add action to it. When you hear the word of God, you add action to it. When you add action to it, that's where the power is. The confident mix faith with what they hear. They combine action, yieldedness, willingness, and obedience. When you hear a word, don't fear, that means don't fear. That means don't accept one
1: line of the, of the letter F in the word
0: fear. Amen? The life we live cannot be lived by what we see and what we hear in this physical world. You may encounter something that you didn't want to encounter. It doesn't matter what you encounter, whether good or bad. Ultimately, we've got to look to God. Ultimately, we've got to listen to His Word. Ultimately, whatever happens in this earth, God is God. Amen? Amen? And no matter what happens in this world, we have to be looking to God. We have to be listening to God. We have to be walking with God.
1: Irregardless of what happens.
0: Let's go back to Hebrews 10 and verse 19. Having, therefore, brethren, boldness, that's another word for confidence. To enter into his holy of holies by the blood of Jesus. Did you know you can access God's presence that produces confidence? We have an open door invitation from God to go into his presence anytime, any place, anywhere, no matter how open them we can go because of what Jesus has done. We can be confident in what Jesus has done. We can be confident. We can trust in His work. We can believe in what He did. He made a way for us. He made it possible for us to come into the very throne room of God where we can have a conversation with the King. Anytime that your confidence starts to waver, you need to pay the throne room a visit. You'll get a confidence boost in just a matter of moments. The minute you enter, your confidence will be lifted. Confidence says, I can, no matter what is before me. I like our president. Our president is a confident person. He is a can-do person. See, some people look at that and they see it's arrogance. No, He, he wants the greater good. He's not doing what he's doing for him. He's doing it for us. Amen?
1: Amen.
0: I have have never seen a leader express so much love for their country. And so much honor and so much respect. Amen? Amen. And the devil needs to get his little hands off of (laughs) him. What the devil has planned will not work. Amen. It will not succeed. I mean, when you think about it, the devil thought he won when he crucified Jesus. We got him, we got him, boys, we got him. Wait a minute.
1: It's day three.
0: What's that rumbling?
1: What's that noise?
0: The devil, the Bible even said if they knew he was going to resurrect, they would have never crucified him. The devil had no clue what was ahead. He thought he won
1: when he nailed him to that cross.
0: He was celebrating, but his party lasted, only lasted for two and a half days. Because on the third day, the party was over. And Jesus made a show of him opening. The entire spirit realm.
1: Go with me to Matthew chapter
0: 15. Everybody say, Don't cast your confidence. So, if you're not going to cast it, that means you've got to keep it. You have got to remind yourself what God can do through you. Yes. If you want to keep your confidence strong, you've got to remind yourself constantly, continue what God can do through you. Yeah. Amen. When Paul writes his letters, what does he say? I am what I am by the
1: grace of God.
0: He does not. Put his apostleship on his own strength, on his own merit. As a matter of fact, he said, I gave up all that. I considered it dumb that I might know the excellency of the power of his resurrection. Paul didn't put confidence in himself. He didn't, say, he didn't start his life by saying, I'm the great apostle. No, I'm a servant of Christ. He magnified Christ because he saw what Christ did in him. He was on a, a road of his own until he met the architect. And he realized the plans he was following were false. But then he got the original blueprint. And he started building the kingdom. He started planting churches. He started getting people saved. He started preaching the gospel in the name of Jesus. Was that known? And he didn't stop. He was persecuted. He didn't stop. He was beaten. He didn't stop. He was criticized. He didn't stop. He was jailed. He didn't stop. He was shipwrecked. He didn't stop. He was in peril. He didn't Way. Because, why? If you hold on to it, you'll get rewarded. Mm -hmm. Matthew 15. Verse 21. Jesus encountered a confident person. And Jesus went there and departed. Into the coasts of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman. Look, there's a confident woman. Say, I'm a confident woman.
1: Men say, I'm a
0: confident man. I'm, confident man. <laughs> I'm have you say you're a confident woman.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: a woman of where? Canaan, what is Canaan known for? They were dispossessed of their land. Because the Canaanites weren't following God. Right?
1: The Canaan, Canaan was the promised land.
0: God said, that's where I'm going to give you all the ites. Perizzites, Hittites, Amorites, all the other kind of ites. Did you know that to be confident, it just takes a simple decision to refuse to quit? Do we have some people who refuse to quit in here tonight? That no matter what challenge comes your way, no matter what enemy you face, no matter what mountain is before you, you're not going to quit, no way, no how. You know, Pastor Hagen, of Raymond Bible Church, I mean, he has a slogan. Says, "I cannot be defeated, and I will not quit." And one time, he was telling the story of how he was wrestling with his uncle, and his uncle got him in this hold, right? And he couldn't get out of it. But Pastor Hayden says, "Look, you're going to have to break my arm, and we're going to have to go to the hospital, and they're going to have to set it and put a cast on, because I'm not quitting." And his arm was in a hole where he couldn't get out. But the attitude won. That's how we have to be. A woman of Canaan came out of the same coasts and cried unto him. Saying, have mercy on me, O Lord son of David, my daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. You know, when someone that you know is grievously vexed with the devil, you're going to be put into action. But she was a confident woman. How do I know? You're going to see in just a moment. So, do you think Jesus heard her? Yes. I mean, she cried, she said, she stated her case, but he answered her, not a word. Well, that would have been a good opportunity to cast away your confidence. Yeah. I went to Jesus, and he didn't even say a word. I prayed
1: all night.
0: And I didn't hear one word from heaven. I am praying again. You just cast your confidence away. Is your confidence so fickle that you're going to quit because you don't get one answer? You're going to quit because God didn't move on your time yet? You know, too many times we're trying to fit God into our schedule, and we're not trying to fit into his schedule. Right. He answered her not a word. Okay? <laughs> and his disciples came and besought him, saying, send her away, for she cries after us. Look, I, if I didn't get to the big dog, I'm going to talk to the little dogs. <laughs> right? Next best thing is the people next to Jesus. Well, they must know something. They've been hanging around with this guy. I want to talk with them. They don't even take it. Send her away and she cries after us. Little whiny babies. Okay, so Jesus didn't answer her. And now she's being told to be sent away. But you know what? Confidence doesn't hear those things. Confidence will try to find another way. When they see a door closed, they'll go through a window. When they see a window closed, they'll come through the roof. When they can't get in, they'll be outside making noise until someone pays them attention. That's what confidence does. Verse 24. But he answered and said, oh, now he speaks. I am sent, not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Oh, this is a big one today.
1: Jesus is a racist.
0: (laughs) He's only for Israel, but he's not for the Canaanites.
1: He's
0: not for the Canaanites. He said, I'm only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Three opportunities she could have cast away her confidence, but she refused to quit. Why? Where else are you going to get someone set free from a devil? Her daughter was grievously tormented, grievously backed. There ain't no, there is not any other person that can send the devil away other than Jesus at this time. I mean, even the disciples didn't want, to, they didn't want to touch it. Okay? So, what did she do when he said, I'm only in the lost sheep in the hospital? Then she came and worshiped him. Oh my goodness! She's pressing in a little bit further. She's not just making a request now, now she enters into worshiping him. Every time they told her something, she just doesn't speak to the hand. <laughs>
1: Basically, she was
0: saying, look boys, I'm not leaving. She's so better give me what I came for because I'm going to stick around. I am going to get what I, needed, what I came here to get in the name of Jesus. Well, I'm confident. She was confident in Jesus. She was confident in his ability. She was confident in his power. And by the way, this is all Holy Ghost, because this was not even in my notes whatsoever. So she came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, it is not meet or fits to take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. Oh, now he crossed the
1: line.
0: Not only are you racist, but you're calling me names. But you know what a confident person will say? Okay. You want to call me a dog? I'll be a dog. She said... Truth, Lord. Yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Now she's calling him master. I'm telling you, confidence presses in until they win. Say, I'm confident. I'm pressing in. in. Because I'm going to win. I'm going to win. If you refuse to quit, if you refuse to give up, if you refuse to go your own way, she had opportunity after opportunity, but she was a confident woman. She recognized that he speaks the truth. She recognized he was the master. She recognized that she he was Lord. Then, everybody say then, Then. she's about to get her reward. See, she didn't cast in her confidence. She didn't throw it away. She didn't let it slip from her fingers. Now she's about to get the reward. Why? Because it casts not away your confidence. Because it has great recompense and reward. There's a great promise of reward. If you refuse to quit, if you hang in, if you persevere, if you trust in spite of opposition, The devil is a showman. Mm-hmm. And he is the master of what do you call the three card monte or whatever. He's a master at sleight of hand. He is subtle. He is a deceiver. <laughs> and he makes things look like there's no hope, but then on the other hand, you've got hope. Yep. Yeah, yeah. there's never such a thing as hopelessness when you're connected to Jesus
1: alright boys
0: we're in Babylon and I just made this statue of me obviously in his hands <laughs> And the objective of today, we're going to conduct a seminar of worshipping me. I've made this statue. And when I play the music, you're going to bow down and worship this golden statue. Uh, There's three confident young men in the crowd. And everybody is conforming. Everybody is bowing. Everybody is worshipping Except for these three confident young men. And the king sees them. He says, boys, and I'm paraphrasing, maybe you didn't understand. I'm going to give you another opportunity to cast your confidence and quit worshiping God and worship an idol. I'm going to give you a replacement for God. Hallelujah, there's no replacement for God. Nothing can replace God. I'm going to put you in the furnace. Oh king, we are not careful to answer majesty. We are not careful to answer you in this matter. The God whom we serve shall deliver us. And nothing is going to make me lose my confidence. Nothing is going to make me give up faith in God. Nothing is going to make me worship something else. Our God whom we serve will deliver us. And even if you don't turn it out, we're still not going to bow. I don't care what you do, I don't care what you say, we're not going to bow! Okay? In the fire you go. The people who threw in became fried potatoes.
1: <laughs>
0: they were twice made, they were crispy. But the people who kept their confidence, they put their trust in God, yes, they went into the furnace. Oh no, as a Christian, I'm going to pray that God will help me avoid the furnace. Sometimes you've got to go in the furnace.
1: <laughs> Why?
0: God wants maximum glory for himself.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Do you realize that you serve a God who loves it when the deck is stacked against him? Why? He specializes in doing miracles. Yeah. You might be in between a Red Sea and the an Egyptian army, but God's got a path under the sea that no one knows is there. And the stick is a key.
1: Moses didn't know that he held the key. with a ring seat in his hand.
0: Raise your stick, okay? He raised the stick and it opened up. That was the key. And what happened? Who was with them in the fire? The one in whom they had confidence in. Amen. And they came out of that fire and they didn't even smell like smoke. Not a hair on their head was singed. Not a thread on their clothing was burned. They weren't even like a marshmallow and a s'more.
1: Why? They
0: kept their confidence. Don't you? Listen, we serve an enemy. And he will test your confidence. He will see if you really believe what you say you believe. He will, he will he, there, there's going to be moments in life where your confidence will be on the line and it will show who you were really trusting. But cast not away your confidence. This woman is about to get rewarded. Verse 28. Then Jesus answered and said, O woman. When Jesus says, O woman, he's about to give you a good compliment. O woman, great is your faith, be it unto you even as you will. She went from zero to 60 faith in just a matter of minutes. I mean, first of all, well, I shouldn't say that because she had faith to come to him. But her faith persevered in the face of opposition. I mean, Jesus wasn't cooperating in the beginning. The disciples weren't cooperating. Opportunity after opportunity came up to quit, to cast away her confidence. But The moment you cast your confidence away, you lose your reward. The moment you let confidence go, so does your reward. Everybody say great faith. Great faith. You know, when Jesus comments your faith, your faith is good. Amen. And her daughter was made whole from that very moment that very hour. Alright? And Jesus departed there and came near to the Sea of Galilee and went to a mountain and sat down there. This woman was a confident woman. She knew in where her strength lied. It lied in Jesus. And she was not going to leave his presence until she got a miracle for her daughter. Amen? She was determined. She was persevering. This is all qualities of faith, and this is all qualities of confidence. Now faith is the confidence, the assurance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. Do not go solely by what things look like. Because the devil is a deceiver. You know, there's a story in the Bible. I don't know exactly where, but I do know what's in there. One time, an army came out against David and he asked the Lord and he, he defeated them. But you know what? Next year, the army came out. It was bigger. They had more soldiers. They had more horses. They had more swords and more spears. They made themselves look bigger, but it was the same enemy. All the enemy can do to you, is attempt to make himself look bigger than what he is. But he's the big bullfish full of hot air. And all he's trying to do is get you to cast your confidence away. So he makes himself look bigger than what he is. It doesn't matter the size. It doesn't matter the scope. It doesn't matter if it's 9 foot or 90 foot. Don't cast your confidence away. Because it has great recompense and reward. There's a promise of reward for you keeping your confidence. Keeping your faith. Keeping steady. Controlling your emotions. That doesn't mean you shouldn't get angry. Jesus got angry at things. You can get angry at the devil. Get angry at unrighteousness. Get angry at injustice. You can get angry at everything Jesus got angry at. Amen? So we have a decision to make. See, when you cast your confidence away, fear comes in worry, doubt, unbelief come in. See, your confidence acts like a shield to prevent those negative things from coming in. And as long as you keep your confidence, they don't get in. But the moment you cast your confidence away, there's the entrance point right there. Jarius. His situation changed on the way to his house. Didn't it? When him and Jesus almost got to the house, the daughter was near death. She reached death. She died. And the servants came out. They said, don't trouble the master anymore. Your daughter's dead. Oh, there's nothing we can do. The situation changed. Jesus heard it. Jarius heard it, but Jesus, the word, said to Jarius: Do not fear, only believe. Keep your confidence, boy. Keep strong, keep believing, keep the faith. Don't give in. I don't care what it looks like. Jarius kept his confidence. What happened? He got the reward. His daughter was touched by Jesus. She was healed by Jesus. And she was raised to life by Jesus. Exactly what he asked him to do in the first place. So I don't care. When you see something that it doesn't seem to go your way, don't give up. Get strong. Get bold. Get some fire. Amen? Pray. Speak the word. You have got, the word changes circumstances. Agreeing with the circumstance doesn't change it. But when you take that stand and you refuse to quit. Do you know, when Fiona first saw me, God said, that's your husband, I had no clue,
1: by
0: the way. And she never gave that up, but she never let it stop her life. She kept doing what God wanted her to do. She kept going where God wanted her to go. She kept being with God. Whether I got a clue or not, it wasn't going to stop her, even though she had inside information. She kept her confidence. Because she didn't know this boy was going to come out. But eventually I woke up out of my sleep, thank God. Amen? glad I woke up. And I'm glad she didn't cast away her confidence. But she was confident in God. She kept doing what she needed to do. And whether I, came, whether I got a clue or not, it, it didn't stop her. I'm married a confident woman. Amen? You're going to have opportunities to quit. To stop doing what God wants you to do. And this whole thing that we're going through as a nation, the devil wants to disrupt the church. But we have a constitution that says we have freedom to worship. How we want, when we want, in the name of Jesus. Amen? no different than the disciples they I'm done. They, they they went to the gate, beautiful, they were going to the hour of prayer, right? They are going to a prayer meeting. And they see the layman sitting at the gate, beautiful. And uh, long story short, he gets healed. Right? And he goes to the attention. But then what do they do? Because they cause such a up they put him in jail, they said, don't preach in that name anymore. Don't preach about the resurrection. That's what they told him. They were giving him a city ordinance not to preach about a certain subject. And Peter said, we're going to obey God. Amen. Amen. He didn't whimper. He said, oh, the city. They're telling me now. I mean, Daniel was a government official. He knew what the law was. The moment he read the law, he ran it. You know
1: what that means? Put it in the trash.
0: Right? And what did he do? He prayed. Opened his windows. Several times in the day. He prayed. He prayed. When there was a law not to. What happened? He went to the lions. But see, he never cast in his confidence. He never stopped doing what God wanted to do. He kept believing God. He kept following God. He kept doing the things that he knew that he was supposed to. He refused to quit. No matter who said it. And what happened? He got his reward. The king said, We're going to worship the God of Daniel. He changed the nation. Amen? So don't let your heart get troubled with what we're seeing transpire in our nation. We got some tools in our toolkit. We got the name of Jesus. We got the word of God. We've got the Holy Ghost. Amen. We got the greater one. We've got the ability to speak the word in the name of Jesus and watch it have great effect.
1: and challenged
0: through persecution. Amen? We don't have to have an underground church. We can still worship. We can still do what we need to do. Amen? But we've got to keep our confidence. We've got to know who we are and whose we are. So let's not cast away our confidence. Amen? But let's be bold. Let's be strong. Let's take a stand for Jesus. Stand up to your feet. Hallelujah. Oh, Heavenly Father, we give you thanks and praise, Lord, that you give power to the banks and you increase the strength to them that have no might in the name of Jesus. And tonight, Father, I thank you that you are strengthening us as believers in the name of Jesus. You're encouraging to be strong and be of good courage and be of good cheer because you are on our side, Lord. If you be for us, no one can be against us. So I call these people tonight strong in the Lord and in the power of your might in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that if we wait upon you, you shall renew our strength and we shall mount up as wings with eagles. And we shall run and not be weary. We shall walk and not faint. And we will go forth and do great exploits in this earth in the name of Jesus. We have God on our side.
1: Hallelujah. Let's get excited.
0: There are no wimps in God's kingdom, but each one of you, men and women, you are mighty warriors in God, amen, Amen? and whatever we face, we can face kneeling down, not surrender,
1: but go into warfare,
0: sometimes you got to get on your knees
1: and fight like a man, amen, Say, I'm a fighter. And I fight a good fight. I win. But the
0: enemy can't lay a glove on me. I have authority to go into serpents
1: and scorpions and walk on them and crush them. What? Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: away, but you be strong and you be bold and you claim who you are in Christ Jesus. And you refuse to quit. You refuse to back down. You refuse to let the enemy have his way in the name of Jesus. All who believe that say amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Hallelujah,
0: Oh, thank you Lord Jesus I know that's a strong encouragement tonight Uh, But I want you to I want to to boost your confidence tonight Amen The Holy Ghost wants to boost
1: your confidence Amen Amen. Amen.
0: God holds the hearts of kings In his hands And they can rise and fall at his bidding, amen? amen. And God's going to work out everything for our good because we're called according to his purpose amen. and we love not our lives to death, amen? amen? So you just know that, you just walk in that and uh, keep going strong, amen? amen? God bless you, Father. We thank you for refreshing us tonight and encouraging
1: us tonight and just setting us a tonight.